Welcome to the Tom the Trainer Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Wooland. This podcast is for frustrated men and women who think they've tried everything to lose body fat and aren't willing to give up on their fitness goals. I'm going to give you clear, actionable steps to cut through all the bullshit in the industry, focus on what actually works, and dominate every aspect of your life. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome again to the Tom the Trainer Fitness Podcast. I'm about to turn 42 in June, and I've been training since I was like 12 or 13 years old. I mean, you could probably argue that I did a little bit of working out watching like the Rocky movies and Arnold movies and stuff, maybe even at like 11, but I'm pretty sure it was about 13 when I started training. So either way, it's been pretty well three decades, like very close to 30 years. And in June, pretty close. So anyways, um, I've also been a trainer since 2016 and I've transformed over 300 clients, 309 clients actually at the time of recording this and counting. And the other day, I was talking to a guy who was inquiring about my co- my coaching service and he asked me, he said, Tom, how do I know that this is going to work? And what I said to him was, because I've spent nearly three decades figuring out what works and what doesn't, so you don't have to. And that's what this episode is all about today, okay? So to give you some background, I've gone from a chunky kid who was 185 pounds at 11 years old I couldn't do a single push-up, and I sucked at all sports. Transitioned into a skinny fat 135-pound teenager all the way through high school and into my early 20s. I've also trained through and overcome some pretty significant injuries, and I've been absolutely shredded and diced at 145 pounds, 165 pounds, 176 pounds, and 183 pounds, and we'll see where I'm at at my next photo shoot. But either way, you could argue or I could argue that I've put on anywhere from 50 to 60 pounds of muscle on my frame, which is pretty significant considering that I weighed like 135 pounds in high school, right? And whether it's 40, 50 or 60, who really cares? I've put on a significant amount of muscle. It's not like I've done like a DEXA scan, right? But it's probably around 30 to 40% of an increase in my body weight being modest, And if you asked me today, Tom, is there anything that you'd change throughout your experience? I'd tell you nothing. I wouldn't change a thing because everything I've done so far has led me to have the knowledge that I have now. But if I could go back in time with all the knowledge I have today, here's exactly what I'd focus on to get as big as possible and as lean as possible without wasting time focusing on the things that didn't really matter. They were learning experiences and I'm glad I did it, but I learned not to waste my time on them. So I'm going to lay out the big rocks that I would focus on if I were to start all over again and try to get as big and lean as possible. Okay. So first things first, I would have drank way less alcohol and slept a lot more. Okay. Now, obviously We need to have a little bit of fun in life, but there was a period of time where I drank hard like every weekend. And if you want to get as jacked as possible, that can't go on. Okay. Alcohol causes sleep apnea. It limits your ability to get into REM sleep for like 72 hours. And that's like only after a few drinks. 
it also limits your ability to synthesize protein into new muscle for like 72 hours after a few drinks as well. Okay. So alcohol is really going to hinder your success. A hundred percent it is. And also it affects your stress or pardon me. It affects your sleep. And I can't stress this point enough. Sleep is absolutely crucial for changing your physique. It's when you grow, it's when you recover, and it's the most powerful performance enhancer around. So if I were to go back and start all over again, I'd make sure that I always slept at least seven hours per night without failure. And anything that interfered with that would be cut to an absolute minimum, alcohol included. Maybe not everything. <laughs> I'm just joking around. But um, I'd also focus on whole foods more than supplement supplements. And I would place less of a priority on protein and more of a priority on carbs. Okay. Now, obviously, protein is important. But there was a time where all I worried about was my protein intake. It didn't matter how much or how little I was eating. I was like only and always concerned about more protein. Okay. And because I had that mindset, I probably ate way more protein than I needed and not nearly enough carbs, right? Carbs are essential if you want to be as big and as lean as possible. They're essential for energy. They're your muscles, primary energy source for lifting. And without them, you will look flat and stringy. Okay. And, and I don't care how lean you are, you will not look nearly as muscular as you should if you're limiting your carbs more than you should, okay? And then, um, I mean, your energy levels, like I can remember doing cuts where like I got lean and I look at the pictures of those cuts and like I got lean, I looked flat, I looked stringy, I felt like shit. And it's because I was prioritizing protein more than carbs. I was over prioritizing my protein. Okay. Now I also wouldn't worry about any isolation lifts for the first three to six months of my training at least. And I would get really good at the fundamentals. Okay. In my opinion, you need to earn the right to do things like bicep curls, tricep extensions, lateral flies, and other movements that focus on small muscle groups in isolation. Okay. If you want to have a good physique, good physique, lay down a fun a foundation and learn to get really good at the squat, bench, and deadlift as a priority while focusing on movements like rows, lat pull downs, chin ups, shoulder press, planks, and then variations of those exercises first. Okay. So nail down the basics before you worry about isolations. And honestly, Especially if you have a lot of body fat to lose, don't go wasting your time training biceps when nobody can see your biceps anyways, because you need to lean because you need to lose a bunch of body fat, get lean first, then worry about isolations. And if you're not like overweight, you still need to focus on the fundamentals first before worrying about isolations. Okay. So after getting good at the basics, I'd stop worrying about setting PRs and moving weight as, as much as I'd focused more on quality contractions. Okay. So like for a while, 
I had a back injury. I rehabbed my back injury and I started deadlifting and squatting and all that stuff. And like, I got addicted to lifting heavy weights and don't get me wrong, wrong. Like it was, it was a ton of fun. And especially for me after walking with a limp from my back injury for like nearly a decade to be like deadlifting 400 pounds just made me feel like invincible and unstoppable. So it was a lot of fun, but the lessons in this episode are the lessons that I've learned to get as big and lean as possible, not as strong as possible, right? So powerlifting is about like trying to make heavy weights as light as possible and moving from point A to point B, okay? Bodybuilding, changing your physique is about challenging muscles creating as much tension as possible and trying to make lighter weights feel heavier. Okay. So I don't care if you're powerlifting or you're bodybuilding, like if you want to change your physique, even if you're bodybuilding and you're in the bodybuilding rep ranges and not the heavy rep ranges, focus more on challenging muscles and creating tension than you are worrying about how much weight you're moving. Okay. Over the years, I've had some injuries that made me step away from my powerlifting style of workouts, focus more on bodybuilding, and in doing so, I saw the best results yet. And also, it's just a matter of time until you get hurt, if you're, pardon my French, moving like an asshole and worrying about moving weight more than you are contracting muscles, and an injured lifter can't train at all, okay? So focus on contracting muscles more than moving weight. Um, Next up, I would have started cycling my calories way sooner, like way sooner. Honestly, this is one of the biggest reasons that me and my clients can consistently adhere to our diets without starving to get lean or giving up some of the delicious foods we love. Okay. So I started cycling calories myself back in 2017 and I started doing it with clients in like 2018, early 2019. Okay. Um, I've got the best results of my life while cycling calories by including a calculated planned weekly cheat meal. And I believe it's for these reasons. We have adaptive metabolisms. Okay. And your metabolism adapts slower if at all, compared to the consistent daily calorie deficit that's usually created through conventional dieting. So your metabolism will slow down to avoid the threat of starvation. It's called um, metabolic adaptation. Cycling calories limits the effects of that, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, Mentally, it's important to reward yourself for your consistency and make deposits to your willpower. Because let's face it, unless you're a robot, You don't have endless willpower. Nobody has endless willpower, okay? Life is about balance. You should be able to partake in social events on weekends, holidays, or whenever they come up without blowing an entire week's worth of your efforts, and you literally shouldn't feel like you're suffering. Accomplishing a goal is about like sacrificing, but not suffering, okay? So like I said, I've been doing this since 2017, and now... The research is showing that diet breaks are the most effective way to lose body fat and keep it off for good, like sustainable weight loss. 
But honestly, I don't need the research to confirm it when I've got over 300 client transformations to date. Calorie cycling is the best way to transform your body, period. Okay. And uh, lastly, I'd, I'd check my ego. Okay. I literally would check my ego. I'd hire a good reputable trainer to teach me everything they know. I'd do my research and I'd find someone that I mesh with on a personal level. Someone who behaves like a professional, especially in this industry, and has credentials that I respect. Okay. So I'd connect with somebody that I like meshed with on a personal level, someone who behaved with ethics and integrity and had credentials that I respected. And then I would trust them. I'd do what they'd say and I would listen. And I wouldn't blindly trust them. Like I would trust them, but I would ask questions to understand the why behind what they're doing with me. So I got the most out of the experience because that's the key word here when hiring a good coach. It's experience, okay? You're buying years of experience and leveraging all of their knowledge, okay? One of the smartest things I did was hire a really good coach in the past who was absolutely integral in me becoming the coach that I am today. And that happened because I was able to learn decades of information from him in the two years I worked with him and then combine his decades of experience that I learned working with him with my decades of experience, right? Through my own life experiences, my certifications, the courses I took and the seminars I took, as well as spending time on the gym floor with clients and coaching clients online. And I was able to take all that experience, his and mine, and create my own unique like methods that just produced transformation after transformation for myself and my clients. Like I rarely, if ever, look the same from one year to the next and my clients transform. And a big part of that is experience. I hired him for his experience. I coupled that with my experience. And now when my clients hire me, they have all of my experience, which also includes his experience and they get to leverage that, right? So check your ego, hire an expert, hire somebody you respect, listen to them, right? And here's a bonus tip for you, okay? I'd always keep a positive mindset and be humble while trying to take something away from everyone around me and treat everything I did as a learning experience, okay? And this is a bonus tip. It's not something I'd change because this is exactly how I've been able to gain all my knowledge and expertise over the years. When I became a trainer and I opened a good life fitness in the city as, as a, I was a personal training manager, when I opened the club in 2016, I approached every interaction. Like I didn't know jack shit about what I was doing. And I listened to the experts around me and I checked my ego some of the people who were telling me how I needed to do things physically weren't in as good of shape as I was, but I was like, I checked my ego and I learned from them anyways, right? My regional manager was crucial and integral. The club opening team, the personal training specialist that was sent to my location, everyone. I took bits from everyone and took it as an opportunity to learn. 
when I went to a seminar or I took a course, I listened and I applied everything I learned with an open mind. Okay. And when I stepped down from being a personal training manager, because I wanted to follow my passion of just being a PT and like helping as many actual clients as I possibly could, like personally, um, I listened to my manager, right? I also watched the other trainers in the building and I took away things that they were doing that I could improve upon myself, right? So I looked at every single interaction, whether it was with fellow colleagues, instructor, instructors, uh, mentors, as well as like time with clients as an opportunity. Hell, I even learned some stuff from clients. I took everything as an opportunity to get better every single day until I became the first and only level five trainer in my city, right? I accomplished great things because I always had an open mind. I was the first and only level five. I was a top 10 trainer two years back to back in the entire country, right? I was the number one trainer in the month of March, 2017 in the entire country. And I did all that before I opened Tom, the trainer fitness limited, and then went online and transformed hundreds of people's lives. I took everything as a learning experience. Hell, I've even hired a bad coach who clearly didn't care a lick about my experience or helping me after I paid him. And I even took that as an opportunity to learn at least a few things in the process that I could apply myself to become better and have more knowledge. Okay. So if you focus on these things, these seven things, you can't fail. You just can't. Okay. And as a quick recap, Forget about alcohol except for the odd occasion and prioritize your sleep. Focus on whole foods first, supplements after, if at all, and don't overconsume over protein while neglecting your carbs, okay? Think compounds are king for at least the first three to six months of training. Contract muscles, don't move weight. Cycle your calories by including one high-calorie day per week, with a planned and calculated cheat meal so you can have sustainability and longevity, okay? Hire a good coach or a mentor to buy their experience and listen to them, right? Uh, And then be humble. Learn from others around you and treat every interaction, everything you see on the gym floor, everything as an opportunity to learn something that might help you down the road, okay? And those are the things that I would focus on if I had to start all over again and do it after 29 to 30 years, okay, of of doing this myself. Those are some of the most important things you can apply to succeed yourself. And if you got a lot of value from today's episodes, please leave me a five-star review and share it. Trying to grow the podcast as much as I possibly can. And I think you can agree this is valuable information. So give me a five-star review. It helps in the algorithm. Uh, and also sharing it helps just expand the reach of the podcast to others. And I'm sure people will be thankful that you introduced it it to them. Right. Uh, and then also if you want one-to-one help to accomplish your own fitness goals and leverage my years of knowledge and expertise, message me the word coaching on my Instagram at Tom, the trainer fitness. And other than that, have the best day ever. Thanks for listening. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. If you found today's episode valuable, please give me a five-star review and share it on your social media so I can have an even bigger impact. And if you want more information on how I can help you lose 15 to 52 pounds of body fat in 12 weeks, 
send me a message that says coaching to my Instagram at Tom the Trainer Fitness. <laughs>